For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we're going to explore Twitter spaces, updates, Twitter communities, which is brand new, and a whole lot more with Madeline Sklar. If you want to understand how to benefit from these Twitter changes, then be sure to stick around. We believe that with smart marketing, you can compete with the largest players in your industry. I'm Michael Stelzner. This is the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. Hey, real quick question. Are you ready to get back to going to conferences, take your marketing to the next level, and boost your results with one very simple decision. Attend our ninth annual Social Media Marketing World. It would be our 10th, but we couldn't have it because of COVID. Come to our ninth annual one. Check it out. Tickets are now available. Visit socialmediamarketing.world. Get in on our best pricing by going there right now. And now for this week's expert guest. Madeline Sklar is a Twitter marketing expert, coach, and consultant. She's also host of the All Things Audio podcast and the Twitter Smarter Twitter chat on Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern. Welcome back to the show, Madeline. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mike. Thanks for having me back again to talk more things Twitter. It's exciting. Yeah, we've got a lot to talk about today. So we're going to start out with Twitter spaces because there's been a lot of updates. So first of all, it sounds like you can now have co-hosts in Twitter spaces. Can you kind of explain how that works, what the limitations are, and maybe what they can and cannot do? It's super exciting. They finally added this feature, Mike. Me, as well as many other room hosts have been requesting this for a very, very long time. I host three rooms every week, and they all have co-hosts. Like, I don't do it by myself. I have a co-host for each room. So now... I don't have the burden of managing the room on just me. My co-host can now help me. So you can, here's what's really great. So before this feature, you could have one host and up to 10 speakers. So 11 people total. Now is one host up to two co-hosts and you can still have 10 speakers. So you can have a total of 13 max, whereas before it was 11. And what's great about having co-hosts is that they can help you manage and moderate the room. They can invite speakers. They can get them on the mic real quickly for you. Because you know when I'm hosting these by myself, it is hard to try to juggle it all. And they can also send someone out. They can mute them. That's cool. It's so nice now to finally have this feature, Mike. It's huge. Well, and I would imagine if for whatever reason, like you're on a Twitter space and you get a phone call or something, they could take over, couldn't they? I mean, or if something happens to your internet, could that happen? Well, so here's the thing. So it's not like Clubhouse where you can hand off, unfortunately. I hope they do get it to be that way at some point, Mike, because there have been times where I've hosted or someone else is hosting and maybe your internet cuts out or your phone freezes up it will close out the whole room at some point. Got it. And that just happened this week with my all things 
audio. Uh, My co-host actually does the hosting feature. I do the co-host and that actually happened to us this week. Her phone froze up and the whole room ended. Oh, that sucks. Okay. Raised hand emojis. Um, What's different about this? And I don't even think they had a raised hand. Wasn't it just a thumbs up and a hundred or something like that? They did not. Yeah. When you're in a room in spaces, you can do the different emojis that they have. And what they did is they added one to the far right-hand side. It's separated by a line, by a vertical line that is only for speakers. So host, co-host, or speakers where they can, it's a hand raise icon. And you can do this to let people know you want to speak because many times when people are coming into rooms and you get a lot of people in there to speak, it can be hard to figure out, well, who was here first or who wants to speak first? And this raising hand emoji makes it really easy to see who wants to go first and talk or when somebody's speaking and maybe they want to add something, but they don't want to cut in, you know, they want to be rude. So put the hand emoji up. So I've seen this in action. It's been a great feature. I really love it. Got it. So unlike Clubhouse, which the hand raising feature means you want to come up and be a speaker, this is for speakers that want to add something to the conversation. And it's a polite way of kind of like signaling to the host that they're interested in saying something, right? Do I have that right? It's a very polite way. Yes, for sure. Okay. Ticketed spaces. Like, okay, we've been hearing about this for a while. My understanding is this means you can have a lockdown. You got to pay to get in space. Is that really what this means? Yes. They just launched this a few weeks ago. It's a very small group of beta testers. And even though I was a beta tester initially, Mike, I didn't get into this select group. They had an application process back in June. And actually people can still apply and be on the wait list. But what you could do is apply to be able to use this feature. I've only seen like maybe one person offer this and they can pick a ticket price. They can pick how many tickets they can sell. So kind of if they want to limit how many people are, are in the room. And I've heard great things about it so far, but it's not that many people that have access yet. So until we see a bigger rollout, I think most of us are not going to really see this and be able to talk much about it yet. But I'm excited. I think it's a great feature, Mike. I think because so many people are using spaces now, how great would it be to now offer a ticketed space and maybe go that step further, offer offer a masterclass through spaces where, you know, you get paid for it? Yeah, I think that the applications are fascinating, right? So imagine exclusive content for paying customers where there could be a live Q&A with maybe a industry celebrity or something like that. It sounds like it's right now, it's only iOS and it's super limited, but I'm sure they're going to roll that out. So we'll have to keep our eyes on that. Now, I guess you can also integrate with calendar stuff for Twitter spaces. So talk to us a little bit about that and what that makes possible. Yes. Twitter has been talking about this for a while now, and I'd seen some mock-ups. I was thinking this is such a great idea if you're promoting your spaces, rooms, and want more people there because the hard part is getting people to the room. And I schedule lots of rooms. I know plenty of other marketers are doing that as well, but there is an in-app reminder you can get if you set it, but how much better is it now to be able to let people connect this to their Google Calendar or their Apple Calendar. And I've already experimented with this and I love it. This is such a great feature. What I've noticed with this is if I see a scheduled room, I'm on iOS, but my understanding is it's for both iOS and Android now. So when you see a room scheduled and you go to set reminder, it should show, you should see it. Now there's been a few times where it didn't and I wasn't quite sure why. They have updated the app several times in the past week or so. So it could have been that you know you still need to make sure you always have the most recent 
app download on your phone. But I think this is going to be great for getting more people into scheduled rooms. Yeah. So I'm guessing it just gives you the option to add it to your Apple or Google calendar. And then when it pops up on your calendar, you click and it takes you right into the Twitter app, right? It really does. It literally, as soon as you, like I use the Google calendar. So when I see that option, I tap on it on my phone. It literally opens up my Google calendar from my phone. Perfect. Just like if you would anywhere else online. Yeah. It's a great feature. I love that. Twitter topic tags. That sounds like a tongue twister, but what the heck are Twitter topic tags for spaces? Like talk to us about that. What does this mean? Yes. So Twitter has a feature that is very underutilized that most people don't use is called topics. So we can add different topics of interest so that our Twitter feed is more full with things that are important to us. It's really just a crazy number of topics. When it first launched, I think it was about a year, year and a half ago, it was like 300 they started with. It was very generic. Now, like I'm interested in Bitcoin and NFTs and they have those topics in there. So I can see more tweets about that in my feed. So what Twitter is talking about doing here is just, they're just testing it out. So it's not really launched yet, but what they're talking about doing is when you schedule or when you set up a room, whether you're scheduling or going live, you could put up to three topics in that will integrate to this Twitter topics feature. Now, this is something I've been basically yelling to Twitter for a very long time to do because I I actively use this topics feature and I kept thinking, you know, discoverability is not the easiest thing with spaces right now. And we know Clubhouse is so easy to find rooms of interest, but not as much with, with Twitter spaces. So it, to me, makes sense that if they connect these two together, how great would it be to have them show you rooms that truly interest you based on your topics that you choose? I love Doesn't this, Doesn't that Madeline. sound great? Yeah. You know, and for those that don't know, uh, at least on desktop, it's hidden under the dot, dot, dot under your profile to find the topics. But I went and I saw all the things you're interested in. And I'm definitely interested in some of the things you're interested in as well. I thought when we talked last time, there was going to be a special thing in the app just to be able to see rooms, but I still haven't seen it. Like, is that coming or what's the deal? Yeah, it's not widely rolled out is the problem. It's uh, a discoverability tab. More and more people are telling me they're getting it. The way you know is when you're on the mobile app and always make sure you have the most recent download because that's what makes a difference here. And at the bottom, when you're like on the home screen or just any of the, the main screens, not inside of spaces though, but on any of the other screens, you know, you see the home icon, you see the search, you see the notifications and you see for your DMs, right in the middle will be the little spaces icon, just right in the middle. You cannot miss it. So you'll know if you have it. Yeah. And so this is a discoverability tab. I've had it for months. I don't have it. You don't have it. I would love to have it. What are they waiting for? You know, it's like, come on. I know. Roll I know. it out. I've you had know? it for months, but I can tell you, I can see why several months ago, they did not widely roll it out yet. It was terrible. When I first got it, it didn't work. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. And then it was a very slow process, Mike. It's gotten better. And it seems like every few weeks it's better and they add something new. And they recently added a search feature. So I can actually do keyword searches or search for a host name. And it's amazing. So I hear more people are getting it. So I think it's a very slow rollout, but I feel like it's at a place now where it would be amazing to so many people if they could have it. Because what I see when I'm on it is great. And then once they add this topic title, the topics feature into this and integrate it to be able to find rooms based on your interests, it's going to be a game changer. Okay. Let's transition over to communities because this is literally breaking in the last couple of days. So most people don't even know what it is. So let's start with what the heck is community. And then we'll talk about like 
you know, the fact that most of us don't have it yet, but what is it and what does it claim to do? What is it? Well, the news of this broke yesterday, Thursday. So there's been a little bit of talk about it, but now that we can read more about it and see screenshots, it's like, this is going to be amazing. It's a lot like Facebook groups. It's a way for us to have groups of of communities of, of common interest that can come together on Twitter and connect with each other. So right now they're just have very few of these available and they're not like public to discover, like there's no discoverability at the moment. The way you would find one of these right now is for someone to actually invite you in. Because from everything I've been looking at with with what's out there about what this is and what it's all about, is that they're picking just a few topics and having a moderator for each one of these. And then the moderators can invite as many people as they want. But then once you're invited as a member, each person can invite up to five people. So that way it'll be a very slow growth of these communities. And it looks like an interesting way to connect so that when you're tweeting, you'll have this option to do your public tweet or tweet to the communities you're in. Yeah. And this is what I read about it. And I'm sure you read this as well. Everything is still public when you tweet. The difference is that you have to know where to go to find it, I guess. Right. So this is kind of a a big deal for Twitter, right? Because historically, everything that you ever do on Twitter is in reverse chronological order for the public to see And it's generally for everyone to see. But with this communities thing, I guess what they're going to do is they're going to kind of hide it, if you will, unless you know where to go to find it so that you don't have like lots of people throwing into a conversation that weren't quote unquote part of the community. Is that the idea? Right, exactly. At some point, they're going to have ways to discover these rooms because you're right, they're all public. So they're, they're not hidden out. But right now, it is like it's private because there's no way for us to go find them and access them. So we can't see them. The only way right now would be if someone invited us to be, and, and you can, if you discover one, you can request to join. I played around with that and tried that because I saw in the articles I was reading about it in different tweets put out by Twitter, they showed a few of these and you click on it and it says join, but then it like says, well, you know, not right now. But this is different than having a bunch of people in a private DM kind of thing, right? Because this is more public, right? Yes. It's very different from having like a group DM because it's right. Cause that is private where this will be kind of the same, but in a public way for sure. Yeah. I mean, do you think that ultimately this is going to be their version of groups? Do you kind of see that happening? I think so. I mean, it's just so early right now to know for sure until we can all get into these and actually even start our own. Right. They do have an application process and I went ahead and filled out the form and I requested for my three rooms and spaces I host each week are their own separate communities. And so yeah. I'm trying to see if they'll let me start a community for each of those three and see where it goes. But I'm really eager to try the, even if they just let me like start my Twitter smarter community, which is already a well-established community, it would be great that here it's all about Twitter and we do it through Twitter with the chat and the spaces to be able to have a space that's the community aspect of it and where we can all come together and have conversations with the whole group. I think that would be pretty amazing. It kind of reminds me of Slack or Discord. So I don't know if you're on either one of those, yes. but the idea that I you am. can go back and you can look at the chat stream and it's just kind of its own little thing. I get the sense maybe that's where they're going to be like Discord or to be like Slack. And I think it'd be really cool if you could do private and public communities, because imagine if you had a private community of customers, right, versus a public community. I got a sense that's probably where they're going. So, okay, we've got a bunch more news to cover. There's some new accessibility features for voice tweets 
I don't think you have to be an accessibility person to benefit from this, but what exactly is this closed caption voice tweets thing all about? Do you know what this is? Yeah, so voice tweets have been out for quite a while and it's another underutilized feature on Twitter where when you're in Twitter to do compose a tweet on mobile only, you will see a little waveform and that's the little icon you tap on and you can just talk and make a tweet out of it. And what they recently added for the accessibility, they did this back in July, is they added the ability for closed captioning, which is great because you're going to have people on there that are not going to be able to hear it, but now they can read the words. So I think that Twitter tries so hard to be a champion for people that need these types of accessibility features. And so I think this is great news. And what's really neat is when you are on desktop and you see one of these tweets, you'll see the little CC for closed captioning. And, you know, you can t click on it to make it show the words right on the screen as the person thinks them. That's cool. I mean, like you might even be in a place where it's noisy and you can't hear, right? So that's another advantage. I'm guessing yes. it's automated. You don't have to upload captions, right? It's all automated. And what's so interesting, Mike, is when you see this, whether you're on mobile, and it is available for desktop, Android, and iOS. But if you uh, are watching the tweet as it starts for about one or two seconds, it says it's auto-generated through Microsoft. So they have some kind of integration they did with Microsoft huh. that is powering it. So and it's all automated. Like You don't have to do anything special. If you use the audio tweet feature, this is automatically generated. In other news, Review, which was purchased by Twitter, which is a newsletter subscription service that's typically used for free or paid, um, now has some sort of a subscribe button built into Twitter. Tell us a little bit more about that. How does that work? And Because I'm very interested in hearing more about this. Mike, this is very exciting for all the marketers out there. I first reported on this earlier in the year on your show when, when Review bought by Twitter. And everybody was like, well, I wonder what's going to happen with that? Because that's a newsletter service, very much like Substack, like a paid newsletter service. And we've been waiting a long time to see, okay, what's going to come of this? And I even saw some screenshots several months back of a mock-up that was going to show that the way the integration would work on Twitter is that when you're on a Twitter profile, there'd be a place for a newsletter and people could subscribe to your newsletter like right below your bio and above your pinned tweet. And I thought, I better start playing with review. Let me go sign up for review. It's free right now. And I've been on MailChimp forever, Mike. A long time paying customer of MailChimp. And I thought, let me experiment with review, see if I like it, see if it's easy to use. I even had my team who's been helping me with this transition, like, hey, are you able to put my news my weekly newsletter together faster using review? Because that would be a plus. And it turns out we're able to do it faster and easier each week than we did with MailChimp. So that was a quick sa you know, sale for me, like, okay. And knowing this integration was coming, we didn't know when, but the thought, Mike, of being able to let people easily subscribe to your newsletter right from your Twitter profile. How does that work? Is it one click, like describe where it is and like what it looks like and what happens when someone pushes the button? It's completely out there now, whether you're on desktop or mobile, Android or iOS. So everyone should see this now. You go to my profile at Madeline Sklar if you want to see it in action. So when you're on a profile, whether it's mobile or desktop, below the bio, but above where a pen tweet or the first tweet would be, you're going to see a little boxed out section that says newsletter. 
And there's going to have whatever picture you attach to your review account. And for me, it's just my headshot and the name of the newsletter. Mine's called This Week with Madeline. And then it'll have a place for a description. And it's just pulling it off of your review account. So the way you set up on review is how it will translate over to your Twitter profile. And you have to go and turn it on through your review account. There's a place in your account settings under integrations. And it's just basically one tap and it turns it on instantly at Twitter. So Mike, I've already been getting a bunch of subscribers this way when you're in your review account. What happens when somebody clicks the button? Does it just instantly subscribe them or does it ask them for their email address? That's the part I'm curious about. This is what's cool. So when you click, and you can just try this to see what it does, but when you click on it, a box pops up and it's going to, you know, confirm that you do want to sign up and it's going to use your email that you used on your Twitter account. So whatever your email on file is at Twitter, it's going to use that. And so you might want to change it if you like, you know, don't want to use the particular email. So kind of keep that in mind. If you have multiple accounts, be sure you're logged to the proper account that's attached to the email you'd want to use when you sign up for newsletters this way. Because I'm seeing a lot of people taking advantage of this new service now, Mike. So you just basically with the click of a button, all of a sudden you've got people that are subscribing. That's painless. That's cool. Yes, because what they give you insights, I can tell you, it's not as fancy as MailChimp. It's more of a minimalistic type of designs they have, and you can customize your own newsletters as well. The insights are not bad. I mean, I was paying MailChimp a lot every month, and now I'm using Review for free. Can you export out of Review? Easily, yeah, because that's how all the email service providers are. We can import from one, export out of the other. So, yeah. If you're not a Review customer, you could open a Review account to get this feature, and then you could export into your other system, right? You certainly can. We've also experimented with that for a while before, because here's what we did. So, about two months ago, decided, let's just set up Review. Let's do a test and just see if we like, we're not going to send anyone. Let's just see if we like how it looks and if we can make it look like the current newsletter and everything looked great. And then we thought, well, since my newsletter is about helping people with social media, especially Twitter, let's tell them what we're doing and say, hey, we're going to test this out because this new integration is coming. So this might be an interesting way to connect your newsletter through review with Twitter. And so we're just going to give you a heads up that the next newsletter is going to be through review. Now, you don't have to do that because you can change providers and no one really knows unless you tell them. Yeah. You know, I wonder if you could do an integration with a tool like Zapier or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what we did initially because I was a little oh, nervous cool. about giving up MailChimp completely at first. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've been with them a long time. I have a yeah. lot of subscribers there. So it's exactly what we did at first. I wanted to make sure we didn't lose anybody that signed up at MailChimp because I still have all my forms connected with MailChimp. So we said Zapier worked flawlessly. I could go look and see who signed up at MailChimp and go over to my review and and I would see that they all worked perfectly. But we're ready to cut the cord, Mike. I think I'm about six issues in, so six weeks of having this uh, my newsletter through review. And now this new integration just took place a few weeks ago and I'm loving it. So I'm, I'm actually, we're going to cut the cord probably in the next few days where, and we won't even have to use Zapier anymore. This is cool. A lot of our audience is like, Hey, that you just opened up some ideas for me. Um, okay. We got a couple more news items, super follows tab. Okay. 
Give us the quick skinny on that. Just real briefly say they're paid subscribers, right? And now they have a tab. Is that the essence of it? It's your paid subscribers, brand new. They they just launched it, but it's with a very small group. So I, I haven't seen it in action yet, but I've been hearing a lot about it. It's going to be a lot like Patreon or any kind of subscription type of service where you're just going to be able to provide them more value. So it's basically having tweets that go beyond your, your normal public free tweet. You know, now it's going to be like your free tweets and your paid tweets. What about spaces? Can you do spaces in the super follow tab? Do you think that's going to happen? You know, it's interesting because there's been a lot of talk like, will that be a part of this? Yeah. Not sure yet. Not really sure. Seems logical. It's more about specific tweets for this specific paid group. Got it. Um, so almost like the paid newsletters, which review yeah. is like Substack is how they originally started off as, as a paid newsletter. People pay to get your newsletter because you're going to give them way more content than you would in a free newsletter. That's kind of the same with this. It's not to say, oh, don't tweet anymore. Still do your regular tweets, but with the super follows, give them something more, something that's worth them paying extra for. Give them your good stuff, your behind the scenes stuff. Twitter announced improvements to DMs, so you can now DM a tweet to multiple people at once. That's kind of interesting. Have you tried that? Yes, and it's very cool, Mike, because too many people are complaining that it was too easy to start a group DM and that's not their intention. I'm, uh, right. So many of us get these group DMs and you're like, well, I don't even know who this person is and why are they sending me all, you know. So here's what they did. And I thought this was super smart. Of course, you can still do group DMs. You just got to go into your DMs, start one, and then just add multiple people. That's your group DM. So what they did here with this new feature is... If you come across a tweet and you want to DM it to someone, and this is actually another underutilized feature. Let's say your social media examiner article that comes out today and I, I see the tweet. I'm like, oh, I want to share this with like five of my friends that I know would benefit. Before, it would be like me, you know, sending that one at a time, one at a time, one at a time, or let me do a group and just put the link in to the tweet. But instead now, when I see that tweet and I hit to DM the tweet to someone, I can tap on all the different people I want in one shot, but at the top, it'll say, this is going to go to this person individually. That's cool. Which I think is really smart. So I, I love this feature. I think this is a great idea. Uh, Twitter is testing a shop module. It's September as we're recording this, just in time for the holidays. And Madeline and I were looking at the graphics before and they show GameStop and they show little ads basically where you can just click to buy. I think if this comes out for the holidays and you're in the business of e-commerce, this could be kind of a big deal. What do you think, Madeline? I think so. Just like the, this new newsletter integration to be able to have something front and center for people. How cool would it be for people to be able to shop your products right there? And from what we see in this mock-up is the scroll across. So it's going to be very easy to have you know multiple products for a brand. And then as the consumer, you just scroll across and click the one you want and buy it. I think that'll be great. Folks, just a reminder, don't forget to check out Social Media Marketing World. We just opened the doors uh, recently. You can get tickets now at socialmediamarketing.world. And if you want to add a podcast to your listening lineup, be sure to subscribe to the Social Media Marketing Podcast. Madeline, if they want to find you, your podcast or Twitter spaces or anything, where, where would you want to send them? Sure. MadelineSclore.com is always a great place to go to get all the information and all things audiopodcast.com is the home of my podcast, which we record in spaces, by the way. So when you listen to that, you go, wow, this sounds so good. We're recording it out of spaces, which is amazing. And also hit me up on Twitter at MadelineSclore. Send me a tweet, send me a DM. would love to chat with you. 
Until next time, everybody, make wise decisions with your marketing. We'll catch y'all next time. Everybody have a great day. Bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.